Welcome to the Good is Cool podcast. My name is Macy McNeely. And I am Lloyd Day. Life is a series of sales. Many people try to take on the game of life without refining their communication and sales skills. These skills are vital in order to be a leader in the marketplace and in your home. The Good is Cold podcast will help you build your confidence, communication, and culture through effective techniques. Let's get started. How to give constructive criticism. Spoiler alert, you don't. You don't criticize at all. Well, in order to criticize, that means you must be better than the person you're criticizing. And I'm not sure any of us really fall into that category. No. who are, As Lois says, who are you to criticize anybody? You know, once we get our own life worked out to perfection, then we can start criticizing other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And so it's impossible. So we don't. We don't take the approach that we need to criticize someone else. No. We love people, and love does not criticize. Don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Rule number one. Rule num- Well, that's rule number two. Rule number one is no sarcasm. Okay, true. <laughs> Very true. And with that being said, yes, we do want to help people. We want to help ourselves. I want people to help me. I have blind spots all over the place, and I need help in identifying and staying on track or staying away from the things that I fall into. I want help. I want accountability help, but I don't need criticism. What I want is encouragement and ways to improve because I'm always looking for improvement, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you are helping someone find ways to improve, it's because you believe in them and it's because you love them. And you can't put that on falsely. You can't fake that. And so when you have that heart of like, hey, I love you, I believe in you, and that's exactly why I'm going to help you find some ways to do better in this area of your life. And please, while I'm helping you, feel free to help me because I right. need it as well. Absolutely. And But one, one approach we take, one of the first things that we talk about that we believe in is to be thankful for everyone. Yeah, I've been doing this uh, practice that you've shared and it has really helped me. Has it? Yeah. Good. Good. Well, tell us about it. Give me a specific example without using that. <laughs> you know, there's just some things. There's well, some I, things in life and, and there's, especially as an entrepreneur, like you just have some hard business stuff and hard conversations and other family, friends, just stuff. It's just hard sometimes. You just don't see eye to eye. And especially, you know, we did a podcast uh, not too long ago about encouraging your your spouse to grow. And we kind of talked about when you are growing so much, which I have been on this like exponential, like extreme drinking out of a fire hydrant for about a year of growth. And when you are around people who have stayed the exact same, it's so hard to get on the same page and to see where they're coming from is hard. But when you have the heart, uh, as you're talking to them, no matter if they're yelling at you, if they're chewing your head off, if they are criticizing you, if they are making fun of you, or if they're being kind of you, you in the back of your head and in your heart, you're thinking, I'm thankful for this person. I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for them. And you can tell like your heart just starts to soften and you start to just genuinely care about them a little bit more, no matter what they're saying to you. 
you and you become, you know, the bigger person in that when you have that heart. Yes, it doesn't matter what friction is going on or what's in your mind or your attitude. Everyone has a special place in this world Mm -hmm. and everyone is needed and we really should be thankful for everyone. Yeah. And just knowing that, you know, they are uniquely made just like you are and someone needs them. You know, they someone needs the way they were made and the way that they communicate and the way that they share things and the way that they do things. Someone needs to hear that from them. And you should be thankful that they're going to help somebody, yeah. possibly. I can give you a true story. Please. That very thing. Give me. I was trying to have someone come in. Well, not trying. I had someone come in to give us an estimate in the space down there mm-hmm. that we're trying to build. Our- we're building a space. Okay. So I had some <laughs> contractor come in. Yeah. Well, I was... I needed him to come talk with me, but I had the wrong attitude. When when I first tried to reach out to him, it took some time to get with him. And then, you know, it was delaying, delaying. And then all of a sudden he called and said, can I come by right now? I'm in town, which is a little inconvenient for me. I said, yeah, come on by. And then he didn't come right away. And I was kind of hung out like 3, 4, 4, 30, 5 o'clock waiting on him. Mm. I was like, here, I've told him to come and now he's not coming. And I was just getting a little... Not happy. I was frustrated. And then he got out of the truck and I just didn't like the way he looked and I didn't like the way he (laughs) talked. I didn't like anything about it. And I just needed to teach him a thing or two, you know. Mm -hmm. But as he walked in the door, I thought, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. Mm. I'm thankful for you. And then we started talking from that perspective. And I would say right now, he's one of the most fond people in my life. I love him. What? I love him. Wow. And he told me a story I really needed to hear. He opened up, he got vulnerable, and he gave me a true life story. Mm. You know how we talk about don't judge someone until you've walked in their shoes. Mm -hmm. And I would like to share his story. I think that he would probably be happy. He's been going around sharing it. Really? I won't use his name right now. Yeah. Maybe he can come on our podcast. You think yeah. he'd do Maybe that? later I'll share his story. Okay. But it was amazing. Wow. But anyway, that's an example of, of being thankful for someone and how mm-hmm. the whole thing turned because I changed. Mm. I changed my perspective. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. And we, like he said, we, we talk about, we do like to evaluate people. We like for evaluate people to evaluate us because we are looking to stretch, looking to grow. And if we really are thankful for people and we do have some value to help them, or at least we think it would help them, maybe there's a blind spot there. And whether there is or not, we still need to do it and do it in the right way. So now let's talk about Mm -hmm. some ways to do that if you feel like you need to. Mm -hmm. To improve somebody and stretch somebody? Well, possibly. I mean, Mm -hmm. like I said, I'm not sure who am I to tell somebody they need to improve or stretch, but courage would be a better. A great example is our Clearly Confident Lab. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. You know, we do some uh, role play and then we have a structure of the way we give feedback. We always start with telling them about something they did really, really well, whether it was the structure of the way they talked about their, you know, their verbatims that we teach them or whether it was the way they talked really, you know, smooth and slow or they had great eye contact or they spoke with emotion. We find something that they did really well and then we find something that they need to improve on and we will encourage them to practice practice again and do what we encourage them to improve on, right? And so we have them do that a couple of times with improving
doing the thing that we asked them to improve. And then sometimes there's just some really awesome people. Typically, they've taken it a couple of times and they are pros. And there's just not a lot that you could improve on, but there's always a stretch goal. And so we encourage them to do something that's kind of out of their comfort zone. Maybe we ask them to stand up. We ask them to put their notes away. We ask them to, you know, make eye contact with one specific person. We just give them that push to be better. That's kind of the structure that we do our Clearly Confident Labs. Yes, and, and the structure really does work well because there's a lot of encouragement. Remember, we're talking about here not criticizing people, but encouraging people really is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think you come up with a method mm-hmm. that you do with your team so yeah. that you can give and receive feedback. Mm-hmm. Tell us tell us how you do that. Sure. So I have done one-on-ones in my last job, which basically means I met once a month with my boss. And there was a list of quite a few questions. And they were always kind of about me and what was going on in my life and not a whole lot of back and forth, right? And so I thought, okay, I know I want to meet with my people once a month, one-on-one, but I don't want to do it that way. And so I I decided that we answer three questions for each other. And it's, what do I want you to start doing? What do I want you to stop doing? And what do I want you to keep doing? And sometimes they're really hard to say, you know, like, for example, you know what Natalie had to tell me? What? <laughs> she was like, hey, you need to stop texting me. Like, because I would just text her, you know, th- and I knew that. I just didn't know the best way to communicate. And I and I was struggling with that. And so in that meeting, we sat there and we said, okay, what's a better way to communicate. I'm not good with email. I showed dad my email today. It was over a hundred. It's just not a good place for me to communicate, but we found Slack, which is the way we communicate now, which is an app. So we were able to not only address the problem, she gave me some feedback and then we solved the problem in that meeting right there. And I'm not sure we would have done that if we didn't have that one-on-one. Man, I love that. That is fantastic. Yeah. And now we're all so happy and, and communicating just the right amount. Beautiful. And thirdly, let's talk about we evaluate the action, not the person. Remember, the person is special. Mm -hmm. We're thankful for the person. And we have that attitude that that person is special in their own way. And we are special in our own way. And that's the way it needs to be. And we're happy with that. So never attack the person Mm -mm. or evaluate the person. Mm -mm. It's always the action. Mm -hmm. And, And we feel like anytime we're talking about encouragement, anytime you give other people a noble cause to live up to. People will strive towards that. They get excited. It's always the right thing to do. You can never go wrong by doing a noble cause. Mm -hmm. Encouraging them into into the right place. Do you have an example of that, Loy? Yes, I would say within my office, sometimes we will be talking about how to handle a particular account or how to handle a situation or a problem or anything. And anytime we try to say, okay, how's the best way to do this? What we always default to is what is noble. Mm. What is the right thing to do? No matter who wins or who loses, what's the right thing to do here? And if we can stay on that compass, that moral compass, okay, what's right? Then we don't have to look over our shoulder. Have we done something wrong here? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, have we have we mistreated an expense the way it should be or have we mistreated a person? So if we stay noble doing the right thing, then we can feel good about it and we can mm-hmm. we can use that foundation to build the whole organization on is right. doing the noble thing. Right. And anytime I'm training my people or we're having questions, that's my leadership. I'm trying to say, hey, what's the right thing to do? Let's go to noble and let's go from that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's good is cool. What is good is cool, exactly. Right. And, and remember, that everyone does have so much good in them. 
They really do. And we need to be reminded of that. People need to be reminded of how good they are. Mm. I love that story with Cal Turner Jr. and his son. The third generation, the guy that finally took it public, Dollar General. He wrote a book about my father's business. A great, fantastic book. I read it twice. I like it so good. But when his son was an adolescent and the second generation had the store that his, his father had started, and he would go back there and bring somebody to the warehouse where his son would be sweeping, have his son sweeping and do things like that in the warehouse. And he would come back there and get an aisle over from where his son was. And he'd say to the guy that was with him, would you look at these floors? Aren't these the best swept floors you have ever seen? And Cal said he would hear his dad say that. Mm. And he would start sweeping and sweeping and he cleaned that floor he was on even better than the floor that his dad had just mentioned. And later in life, Cal realized that his dad was doing that on purpose. Mm. He was giving him something to live up to. He Mm. was encouraging him in an indirect way. Wow. How many times can we do that? I'll give you another example. When he brought his grades home and have all A's and one B, and then the other kid in the community, it was also a little bit of a, a rival family. They were doing something also. The other kid would have the same grades. And the other kid's parents would focus in on that B or that C and say, why did you make a C in this course? His dad would say, my, 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 look at all these A's. I didn't know a Turner could be so smart. Mm. Now, which one of those kids you think thrived the most? Yeah, that other family criticized. And he encouraged He found the good in him Mm. and encouraged it. Everyone has good. We need to find it in encouragement. I love Pollyanna, and I would watch it every day if I could. I love that that story. Pollyanna? The movie Pollyanna. I don't even know if I remember We watched it all the time when you were a kid. All right, describe what part part of the movie did. She was an adolescent, and the town had uh, all these people. This one guy was real negative, just a screw. And she ran around all the town being positive. Everything was good, finding good in everything. Well, she ended up going to his house Mm -hmm. and he has been all negative with Scrooge and she was finding good. And back and forth, back and forth, she kept positive. She kept finding the good in things and in him. And eventually towards the end of the story, he turned. Mm. She turned him with her positivity and finding the good in things. I don't even remember that movie. I need to watch it. We'll have to go find that one. Yeah. Because people will rise to the good that you believe in. Mm. So that's how, so we don't criticize, we encourage, and we look for feedback because we need it as well. Yeah. And we just encourage people through proper feedback. Man, I love this Cal Turner Jr. stories. I love them. Y'all should really go read that book. It's called My Father's Business by Cal Turner Jr. Or get it on Audible. It's good Audible too. Awesome. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. We have a couple of trainings coming up. One is August 23rd through the 25th. It is our in-person Clearly Confident training. Then we have it online in September and then two more in person, one in October and one in November. Don't miss out on them. Check out my website, macymcneely.com or clearlyconfident.co for more info. We're so excited. Thanks for listening.